Well, happy Father's Day to all of you here. Uh, we're glad that you've come to celebrate this day with us. It's a, it's a day where, first of all, I think we should give thanks to our Heavenly Father. Uh, our Heavenly Father, He gave us the gift of fathers. It all started with Him. Uh, he is the ultimate Father. And whether you had a great father in life or you had one who lacked in one area or another, the fact is that your father helped give you the gift of life. And uh, that's a gift from God. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15. And I'd encourage you to take out the white page in the middle of your bulletin. It has the verses written out that we're going to be going over today as well as up on your screen. On the back is some study questions you might do on your own during the week to think about the Bible verses and passages more deeply. Ephesians 3, 14 and 15 says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. And so we give thanks, we give praise on this Father's Day to our Heavenly Father. He's given every family in heaven and on earth, a father. And that is a gift from God. And so this morning, I'd like us to remember our fathers, whether they're still with us or not. And let's watch a short video called A Letter to Dad. Let's honor all the fathers here today. <clears throat> Just stay standing while I pray for you, if you can. Uh, Father in heaven, we thank you for the gift of these fathers that we have represented here. We thank you that you have chosen them to bring your children into the world. What a great privilege. What a great responsibility. Father, we pray that you'd give them guidance in raising their children for you. May they follow your guidance in leading their families in your ways. And finally, we pray that your blessing would be upon each one of this, these fathers and their families uh, and extended families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Well, today my message is entitled, A Blessed Father. Now, there's all kinds of people here today. Some here today hope to be fathers in the future. Others are fathers with children at home, and yet others have grown children and even grandchildren. But this message is for you, for every father here, no matter what stage in life you are. And for all the rest of us here, the principles that make a father blessed will make any person blessed. So I'm going to be speaking to fathers, but they apply to everybody. So God wants each of us to live a life of blessing. Psalm 37, 26 says, They, speaking of righteous fathers, are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be blessed. And so as fathers, we don't want to be blessed just so we have all the blessing for ourselves. When we're blessed by God, then it enables us to be a blessing to others. When a father is blessed, it enables him to be a blessing to his children. Blessed children come from blessed fathers. In our society, in our world today, we need more blessed fathers, and blessed children. Now today we're going to be looking at Psalm 112 in the Old Testament to, to learn about how to be a blessed father. Psalm 111, which comes immediately before 112, that's a deep insight there, 
uh, speaks of the faithfulness of God. Who is our heavenly father. And both Psalm 111 and 112 are what are called acrostic psalms. And what that means in the Hebrew language, each has 22 stanzas. Each stanza or line representing one letter in the Hebrew alphabet. And they start with the, the first line starts with Aleph, Beit, Gimel, Dalet. Those are the Hebrew alphabet. goes down. Now you don't miss that all in the English language, but it is uh, something that God inspired. He was intimately involved in the writing of these psalms, even down to the exact letters that were chosen. And he wants us to learn from them today about being a blessed father. Now, perhaps there are some here today who have fathers who you would say are pretty far from being blessed. And I would pray, I would trust that this morning will give you an encouragement to pray for them. That the things that make up a blessed father would apply to their lives that God would move them into a position that they could be blessed as well. A blessed father, first of all, relates to God. The only way that a father can be blessed is not through working harder, not through trying to do more, not through any other thing. It's the only way a father can be blessed is by being blessed by God. And so we must understand that. We must be convinced that in order to be blessed in life, in order to be prosperous, in order to be successful, we must relate to God and receive that blessing from Him. Now Psalm 112 begins by showing us really the fundamentals, the foundation of how a father can be blessed by God. A blessed father relates to God by fearing the Lord. The psalm begins and says, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord. Well, first of all, we need to talk about what does it mean to be blessed? Blessed is a hard word to define. To be blessed means to be divinely favored. It's having the favor of God upon your life. It's having the blessings of God in your life. And you see, it's hard for me to define blessing without using the word bless. And even when you go to the dictionary... It's difficult to do because there's no other word that really captures what it really means. Some people say it means happy, but that really doesn't capture it at all. There's people that are happy that aren't blessed. There's people who are blessed who are going through some very difficult times and you wouldn't call them happy times. And so blessed is, has to do with our relationship with God and walking in his ways and having everything of him that he wants for us exhibited in our lives. When you are blessed, you are leading the best life that you could possibly live. That's something that every father, every person should aspire to, to leading a blessed life. God has a plan for your life. He has a plan for blessing for your life. And when you're following that plan, you are blessed by definition. Now, what kind of father is blessed? The verse begins by telling us that a father that fears the Lord is blessed. What does it mean to fear the Lord? That's another difficult one. That's a very powerful, a powerful term to fear the Lord. It's used throughout the Bible, especially in the Old Testament. It often means, it has at least part of the connotation of being literally in fear of God. What is he going to do to you if you sin, if you get out of his plan or purpose for your life? 
What is he going to allow to come into your life if you remove yourself from his protection? And yet fear also means a deep awe, a deep reverence for God. To have the fear of the Lord also means that you deeply love God. You fear him and you love him all at the same time. A blessed father fears the Lord and delights in God's word. Psalm 112, the second part, says this type of man, the blessed man, finds great delight in his commands. And as we read the Bible, we find that the fear of the Lord is often related to the word of God. Now, in this verse, you might have expected to read, blessed is the man who, who fears the Lord and obeys his commands. And that would have been true. I didn't do a search. I'm sure that's somewhere in the Bible. But it says, not to simply blessed is the man who obeys his commands. It reads, blessed is the man or father who finds great delight in God's word. Who finds great delight in God's commands. Now, how can a father find delight in the Bible? How can a father find delight in God's words? Well, you can delight in God's word as you begin to understand what a treasure it is. The creator of the universe, the one who flung the stars into space, the one who controls the galaxies, too numerous for our telescopes to even begin to count. He has communicated with us, the people he created through God's word, through the Bible. He inspired men by his Holy Spirit to write things down, direct instructions from the creator of the universe. It's the most amazing book that exists on this planet. God's word is the owner's manual for life. The one who created you. The one who fashioned you. The one who gave you the genes that you have and put you together. Has a plan for your life. And he's written out instructions that you need to live the blessed life that he created you to live. And not only the general principles that are found in God's word, but God's word is, it's not just, it's not just words on a page. It's not just ink on paper. It's something more than that. When we read God's word, his spirit interacts with us and God can speak to us and give us specific detailed instructions to go this way and not to go this way. Instructions that can keep us on the road to blessing and away from danger and destruction in our lives. And so everything we're going to talk about today concerning how to be a blessed father comes back to this foundation that to be blessed, we need to fear the Lord and delight in his word. So how can we practically cultivate those two things in our lives? Fearing God, delighting in his word. Now, today, for the purposes of the first part of this message, I'm going to assume that everybody here is believers. Um, that you put your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Because as we'll see, that's the first step to leading a blessed life. And if you haven't done that yet, or if you're not sure, we're going to give you an opportunity at the end of the message. But if you're not a believer, then you can't, by definition, live a blessed life. Oh, you might be able to be successful in the eyes of people, but you can't live a blessed life. To be blessed, you must pursue God and his word on a daily basis. There are levels of blessing from God. You know, it's not a binary on-off, I'm blessed, I'm not blessed. There are levels of blessing. 
So no matter how blessed you are now, no matter how blessed I am now, I could be blessed in a greater way. As I grow in my fear of the Lord, as I grow in delighting in his word. And so, fathers, if you want to be blessed, you must make time to spend with God. Time to spend with God in prayer. Time spent with God reading his word, making that a daily priority. If you don't, you're going to miss out on the blessing that God has for you. And as you read God's word, it's one of the main ways that the fear of God grows in your life. What we read in the Bible are not simply fairy tales or things that actually happened to real people to show us what God is like, to show us how to live life that he wants us to live. And God wants us to delight in his word. It's wonderful. It's not a burden. It's the road to a blessed life. And so that's how a blessed father relates to God. How does a blessed father relate to others? How does he live life? Well, a blessed father lives life, first of all, with, with grace and compassion. Verse 4 of Psalm 112 says, Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright, for the gracious and compassionate and righteous man. Now, as we go through these verses, you'll notice that a blessed father sometimes encounters adversity. Maybe I shouldn't say sometimes. A blessed father will encounter adversity in their lives. Here, he encounters a dark time. He encounters darkness. But even in the darkness, even in the midst of difficult times, God will cause a light to dawn. Now, what are some of the characteristics of a blessed father? He's gracious. He's compassionate. He's righteous. Let's, let's focus on, on being gracious. Having grace with other people. Now, whenever we want to understand some of these characteristics of what an earthly father should be like, who do we look to? We look to our heavenly father because he's the perfect example of being gracious, of having grace. God has been gracious to us. Grace is defined as unmerited favor. God has given us the opportunity to be forgiven of our sins. We don't deserve it. Each one of us has sinned and we deserve to go to hell, to be punished forever for our sins, separated from the presence of God. But God in his grace has made a way for our sins to be forgiven. We didn't deserve it, but God offers forgiveness. And so a, a blessed father is a father who is gracious to those around him. To those that do wrong, to those that offend us, we offer grace, we offer forgiveness as well. We don't hold grudges. We follow the example of our Heavenly Father. We realize that no one is perfect. We don't hold people to high standards. We're gracious with people. We're compassionate with people who make mistakes, who do things a different way than we might like. That's characteristic of a blessed father. A blessed father lives with generosity and justice. Verse 5 says, Good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. 
And so a blessed father is a blessing to others. If you're around a blessed father or a blessed person, they're going to be a blessing to you. He's generous with his time. He's generous with his money. He's generous with his resources. And why can he be generous? Because he realizes that whatever he gives away, he doesn't end up with less because God will replenish his supply. He trusts God. God is his supply. And so when he gives away, God will resource him with more. A blessed father is fair. He's just in all his dealings. He keeps his promises. When a blessed father says that he's going to do something, he does it. He's honest. He deals fairly with others. And when a blessed father lives that way, who learns from it? His children. A blessed father is not simply one who tells his children what to do. He tells his children what God requires of them and he shows them by example in his own life. A blessed father lives without fear. This is an interesting one. It says in verse 7 and 8, he will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear. In the end, he will look in triumph on his foes. Now, these verses don't say that bad news is never going to come. These verses don't say that a blessed father will never have any enemies or never have any difficulties. But they do say is that a blessed father, a blessed father who trusts in the Lord need have no fear in their life except they might say the fear of the Lord. When you truly fear God, you don't have to fear anything else. He's steadfast. It says he's secure in his relationship with God. He knows that whatever obstacles come against him in life, he's going to overcome it with the Lord's help. He doesn't need to fear anything at all. So how can we grow in these areas as a blessed father? Let's start with fear. Now, as a man, as a father, we don't usually say, I'm afraid, right? That's not, we don't say, I'm afraid of anything. We say, I'm worried about this. Worry is just another word for fear. It really is. Uh, when you say you're worried about something, you're worried about something. You're afraid of something that might happen. You don't want it to happen. You think about what might happen. You're afraid. And when we're afraid, when we worry, it's a red flag that we're not trusting the Lord. When you start to worry about what may happen, when you start to be afraid about some consequences, something in the future, you're not trusting the Lord. And so if you find yourself worrying or in fear about a particular situation or circumstance, ask God to help you to trust him in that area. Whatever it may be, God I'm tempted to be afraid. God, help me to trust you in this area. You have a plan for my life. You want to bless my life. I trust you to show me the way through. These verses we just looked at that characterize a blessed father, one of the things that a blessed father is he's generous. He's able to give of his resources. He's able to give of his money to 
the church to other people. Now, why aren't some people generous? I would say because they're afraid. They're afraid if they give money to God, if they give money to something, somebody else, they'll end up with less and they won't have enough to meet their own needs. And that's a fear. But God's word gives us guidance on giving. God has all kinds of promises that as we're generous, as our heavenly father is generous, as we're generous and we give, God will bless us in return. What we give away will be replenished by God. And will be channels of God's blessing to other people. Channels of God's blessing to his work in the world. What if you have trouble extending grace and forgiving somebody? Somebody's hurt you deeply. Why do you have trouble forgiving them? Is it because you're afraid they might take advantage of your forgiveness? They might think it really didn't matter? Trust the Lord. He's forgiven all kinds of people who put their faith in him. He's forgiven them. And we can forgive others as well. And as we do, he's going to increase our blessing in every way. So let's see some of the ways that God blesses a righteous father. God blesses a righteous father in many different ways. Let's look at just a few that are highlighted in this psalm. God blesses a, a righteous father in his family. In verse 2, it says, His children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. And so the blessing that's on a father extends to his children. They in turn will be blessed and it says they will do great things. They'll do great things for God. And so a father or any parent, our lives have the potential. No, I shouldn't say the potential. Our lives do impact future generations to come, either for good or for bad. And if we're a blessed father, we will impact future generations for good. The generation of the upright will be blessed. The father's blessing extends to his wife. There's other psalms that speak of that and to the whole family together. I believe that the family's blessing continues to extend from the children to the grandchildren. And down through the generations. God blesses a righteous father in his family. He blesses a righteous father in his work. Verse 3. Wealth and riches are in his house. And his righteousness endures forever. Now I think we need to be careful not to take this verse to mean that every father who's blessed is going to be a millionaire. Okay. What it's really saying is that one of the ways that God blesses a righteous father is through his work. That's how we earn money. That's how uh, we earn money to support our families. That's how we earn money to be generous and support God's work around the world. And so the blessing of God brings enough resources into our lives to meet our own needs and a surplus to give away to be generous with. That's having wealth. That's having riches. God wants each person to have more than enough. 
enough for your own needs and enough to give away in generosity to others and to the work of God. And finally, God blesses a righteous father with a legacy. Verse 6 says, Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. And so a blessed man is a righteous man. A righteous man is somebody who walks in God's ways, who does the right thing, who obeys God's command. That type of man is blessed. They're almost synonymous. A righteous man is a blessed man. A blessed man is a righteous man. And such a man is secure in his faith in God. And when the storms and earthquakes in life come, and they are going to come, he will not be shaken. He'll remain steadfast in his faith. And a blessed father will will leave a legacy on this earth. One day he's going to be gone from this earth and that legacy is going to remain after him. He's not going to disappear and, and not, nobody will remember him. There'll be a legacy of every blessed father, of every righteous father. This legacy will be first of all in his physical family. Those that he's led to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as their savior and disciple them to walk in his ways. That will be a legacy that he leaves behind when he goes on. He also will leave a legacy in his spiritual children. These are people outside of his physical family that he has participated in leading to the Lord and growing in their Christian life. And that is a legacy that's going to continue on forever. A righteous man will be remembered forever. The psalm closes with these two final verses in verse 9 and 10. It says, he scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be lifted high in honor. The wicked man will see and be vexed. He will gnash his teeth and waste away. The longings of the wicked will come to nothing. And so again, the generosity of the, of the blessed man, of the righteous man, is highlighted. It highlights his, his legacy, enduring forever. His horn, that's an Old Testament way of saying... Uh, He's respected. He's respected. And finally, the psalmist contrasts a wicked man with a blessed man. The wicked man does not fear the Lord. The wicked man does not delight in God's word. The desires of the heart of the blessed man are fulfilled, but the desires or longings of the wicked man never happen. And so if we have the choice before us, do we want to be blessed or do we want to be wicked? I want to be blessed. I want to fear the Lord. God's blessing on a righteous man are great. And so in this psalm, God lies, lays out in great detail the blessing he wants to give every father, indeed every, every person. It's a great blessing. It's a wonderful blessing. It's a blessing with eternal consequences. It's a blessing that will impact generations to come. For the fathers here this morning, do you want to live in that kind of blessing? I do. I'm sure you do as well. Do you want the Father in your family to be blessed? I'm sure you do as well. We must remember that blessing comes from God. The only way to be blessed by God is to get close to God. And so God lays out a choice today for every father. A choice between blessing and cursing. A choice between being blessed And not being blessed. The Bible teaches in many places there are only two types of people in the world. There are the blessed people and there are, in this case, in the, this psalm, the wicked people. 
God wants us to choose today to be blessed, to receive the favor of God in our lives, to receive the favor of God in our families. A blessed father relates to God by fearing the Lord and delighting in his word. A blessed father lives with grace. He lives with generosity. He lives without fear. And the blessing of God then comes into every area of a father's life. So we're going to pray together today. We want to commit ourselves to living in this blessing of God, to being a blessed father. Now, the first requirement to being a blessed father, I mentioned earlier in the message, is that, or even to be a blessed person, is you have to have a, a living relationship with God because that's where blessings come from. A living relationship with our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. Now, you don't get that relationship by going to a certain church. You don't get a relationship with God by being baptized in a certain way. You enter into a relationship with God by admitting that you've sinned, that you've done wrong things. Secondly, you believe that Jesus died on the cross, that your sins might be forgiven. And finally, you commit your life to following him and his word. That's how you enter into relationship with God. And when you make that commitment, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells inside of you and changes your life completely and begins the process of blessing. Let's bow our heads right now. If you're not sure that you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you're not sure that you're a believer, I'd encourage you to pray along with me. Say, Father, today, I admit that I've done wrong things. I've sinned. I've done things that are not according to your word. Please forgive me. I believe that Jesus died on the cross that I might be forgiven. I believe he rose from the dead and lives today. I commit my life to following him and his word all the days of my life. And for those of us who are believers, let's pray as well. Father, today we thank you. First and foremost, for being our heavenly Father. We thank you for the example that you give of what a blessed Father should be like. We thank you, God, for the fathers that you've given to us, that have given life to us, that have taught us things about you. Help us to be the fathers that you have created us to be. Today we commit ourselves to fearing you in a new way, to delighting in your word, God. Help us to make a priority of seeking your face each and every day, of spending time reading the Bible and praying. Help us to reflect your grace to those around us. Help us to be generous in every aspect of life, God. May we be fathers of courage, without fear, without worry, trusting, secure in the plan and purpose of our Heavenly Father. Today, God, we ask for, and by faith we receive increased blessing in our lives. We receive this blessing not just for ourselves, but so that we might be a blessing to our families, so we might be a blessing in our church, so we might be a blessing to the world around us. Thank you, God, for what you're doing 
in and through each and every person here today. In your name we pray. Amen.